0: To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss.
1: Hello, Oregon. It's Monday, August 17th. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. The Oregonian and Oregon Live analyzed the 40 fatal shootings by Portland police since Kendra James was killed in 2003, a pivotal moment in the local movement to reform policing in the city. Under the backdrop of current demands for far-reaching change, the newsroom found several troubling patterns. The analysis showed that those fatally shot were disproportionately black. At least half of the cases involved people with mental illness. Most of the people had knives or guns. None of the more than five dozen officers who pulled a trigger in the shootings were ultimately disciplined or indicted by a grand jury despite attempts to fire or suspend some of them. Find the full analysis, plus an accounting of each of the 40 fatal police shootings, at OregonLive.com Portland. The number of new coronavirus cases declined in Oregon last week, but communities in the eastern part of the state continue to see increases in new cases. Nine of the ten Oregon zip codes with the highest per capita rates of new infections were in Morrow, Umatilla, and Malheur Counties where Governor Kate Brown has restored previously lifted restrictions in a renewed effort to slow the virus's spread. The city of Hermiston leads the state in new infections, while Boardman has the most cases per capita. An outbreak of 28 COVID-19 cases at Murray Highland Memory Care in Beaverton has led to some of the residents being transferred to other facilities. Murray Highland has a total of 20 staff and 20 residents, according to the Washington County Public Health Department. It was not immediately clear how many of the 28 positive or presumed positive coronavirus cases were among staff and how many were among residents. County health officials said one resident has been hospitalized. More testing was underway at the facility, so additional cases could be reported. Oregon is in the middle of its efforts to test all residents and workers in Oregon care homes for the coronavirus before a September 30th deadline set by the governor. Nearly half of all staff and residents in Oregon's nursing, assisted living, and memory care homes have been tested at least once for the coronavirus since June 1st, the Department of Human Services said last week. For years, Intel's top scientists in Oregon have reliably crafted smaller and smaller microchips that make our computers faster, more powerful, and more efficient. But now, as the Oregonian and Oregon Lives Mike Rogaway reports, something's gone very wrong. Three generations of Intel chip technology have all been hobbled by delays and setbacks, and the company shocked investors last month by disclosing that its forthcoming 7 nanometer chips, previously due in 2021, are already running a year behind. The question now is whether Intel can play catch-up and restore its leadership position, or if it will have to resort to some fallback position that cedes the most advanced manufacturing to its rivals, perhaps even selling off some of its factories. Analysts interviewed by the Oregonian and Oregon Live are split on whether the company can bounce back without making dramatic changes. Whatever happens will have profound implications in Oregon, where Intel is the state's largest corporate employer. Though Intel's headquarters are in Silicon Valley, its 21,000 Washington County employees lead the company's research and manufacturing and are responsible for blazing a path for its future. Thanks for listening. You can support this podcast and our local journalism with a subscription to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.